This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. The Junks are presented by Crop Metcalf, the official heating and cooling company of the Junkies. If you're looking to be the next five-star HVAC technician or plumber, if you have that set of skills, just go to CropMetcalf.com. Join their team today. Friday, today. Friday, I'm in love by The Cure is just a great intro. I mean, it's... It's a great it's, intro. It's one of their it's one of their top fivers. It's a top and they, fiver. They've got a they've got a great catalog. Yeah, it's a great. I mean, but it's a top five worthy. Set but I don't like. think Valdez has played that a lot as an intro. You know what he does? He doesn't run it into the ground, which we like. Did you find? Did you stumble into a new like? Uh, <laughs> he did. Yeah, they added a new album or something. No, no, he What's found, the deal? He unearthed a new page. That's like, what I mean. On the yeah, computer the, screen. The system got updated. Yeah. So what's in there? Can you just you, you don't have to necessarily play the songs. You could if you wanted. And name someone. I bet you it's in here. There's so much stuff. And there's um, country. Oh, there's country in there too. There's no Morgan Wallen is in it there. All there's over a new, the place though. New is country? it like like do we have uh, uh, like different genres or is it a lot of you country? You have any hip hop stuff in there? Hold on, hold on, hold JP, on. Hold on. <laughs> I love it. <clears throat> I just like the new tunes we we hear the same songs usually all the time. Well, you'll get tired of everything else. That's fine. See, there you go. Has everything. Name someone. Uh, do you have? Pour a, me another drink. Love that. Megadeth. <laughs> <laughs> Megadeth. I mean, I'm just throwing something out there. No Megadeth. No Megadeth. All right, let's go with um, Motley Crue. Oh my! There's probably so much Motley Crue in here. There's right. Motley Crue on the other stuff. That's true. There's uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, oh, fourteen, yeah, fifteen, eighteen, eighteen Motley Crue songs. Smorgasbord. Yeah. I'm trying to come up with a more recent artist. Um, Eddie Vedder. Well, I mean, there's, there's Pearl, Pearl Jam. Jam and there's Temple of a Dog. Mm, do you like me some Temple of the Dog? What Pearl Jam do they have in there? Uh, <laughs> I mean, and now probably, you're harkening back to my era. Songs, Jeremy, I got Jeremy in Definitely there. a better man. Uh, better man. I mean, there's so much yeah. stuff in here. But Pearl Jam went on like a 15-year period where they just played, they just put on albums and no radio airplay. And Hey, it's, it's kind of their thing. They're doing their own. They made so much money that they just. Wanted, I like their first two or three albums. Around. Then after that, oh, they have this is like live. Oh, oh live yellow lead. Yeah, yellow lead. Oh, I get steamed up for this. Now this band I don't understand, but I'm sure you. Ha- oh, this is better, man. I can't yeah. step yeah. on this. I mean, you might have to let this whole tune play. We used to play this on a loop. This, this is such a great jam. <laughs> Off of the. Um, it's like a Vitology? Vitology, yeah. 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 This is on Mount Pearl Jam more, in my opinion. All right, wait here, name another artist. Oasis. Uh, I don't like this artist. You play that if you have it. I don't like this next artist, but I'm sure you have it. I don't understand the popularity. Fish. Champagne. Is this Champagne Supernova? Uh, this is Don't Look Back in Anger. Oh, it's a great oh, don't one. Don't Look Back in Anger. Yeah, that's a good one. No fish. No fish? Wow. Good. That's a win. You should, you should play this. This is 
Oasis just has hit after hit after hit after hit after hit. I can't believe two brothers just hate each other so much. It's so ridiculous. They're so uber talented. God, can you just get over it? (laughs) So annoying. Are bands just so John John DePapa is is fist bumping right now? Have to fight. I guess they can be. I just want you to play "Local H" bound for Florida. One of the intros. (laughs) And they don't have that. So in there. That's just one that. of our personal. Oh, they favorites. don't have local. H. You I can bet. find local H. I bet they don't have it. Hold on, let me see if we have such a good intro, Jimmy's though. Chicken Shack. <laughs> that has to be in there. See, it's a good one. Wow, this is a huge library. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to guess. The, what about Seven Mary Three? Is that in there? The song. I'm gonna say the Water's song Edge? came out in ninety eight. Wow. What about, I'm going to go with some HF, stumbled upon them recently. Podcasters are going to hate this. No used. Uh, (laughs) What about the finger? Finger Finger 11. Finger 11. It has to be in there. Finger 11. That's already in there. Is that the guy we had in studio? Yes. He was a little flat that day. Well, he was singing at like 7 in the morning. Yeah. All the singers hated singing at 7 in the morning. I saw... um, uh, uh, What's the name of the band that sang The Reason? Oh, Hoobastank. Hoobastank. Yeah. They, there was uh, it showed up on my reel, like the Hoobastank guys, like yeah, in the last year or so, doing like a twenty-year nice anniversary performance of the reason. Very good. I got, it, it still sounded silly. Hey, play some corn. You got any corn over there? Oh, you got the reason. Yeah. This is, I mean, this made their careers. This one ditty. Whatever happened uh, to Hoob? I don't know. We had them in studio what was that, too. Two thousand three, maybe. Oh, this. Is, I never saw. I think I might have seen Corn Live once during our HFS days. This band, when they were on, yeah, did they ever they do were one amazing. of our bits? Did they ever do one? Of our... I want to say they played like one of the Nutcrackers, like out at the Patriot Center I back feel like in the they day. Did, yeah, yeah. I was so drunk at those, I barely <laughs> remember them. <laughs> those are fun. All right, hey, uh, we we have uh, breaking news by the way. Oh, we do. Oh, a sounder. Oh, did they hire somebody? <clears throat> oh. Breaking news here on 106.7 The Fan, presented by BetQL. Breaking news from Adam Schefter, Bill Belichick, and the New England Patriots Mm. are expected to part ways today. After a remarkable 24 seasons together, Schefter has tweeted out, again, Bill Belichick, one of the greatest head coaches in NFL history after an incredible 24-year run as head coach of the New England Patriots, expected to step aside as head coach in New England. Breaking news from 106.7 The Fan, presented by BetQL. Smarter bets start with BetQL. Download the BetQL app or visit BetQL.com today. This has been Adam Pohl with breaking news on 106.7 The Fan. Thank you, Adam, for that update. I I would have appreciated it about five minutes later, stepping all over our music bit. Now we're going to talk about Bill Belichick. Out on the market. Not surprised. No longer the head coach of the Patriots. But, yeah, I mean, we were going through the teams that are, are going to be open. We added the Patriots just based on the rumors. So eight teams now, if you're including the Patriots, with uh, vacancies. Mm. And does, Wild, Vrabel, does, does that mean Vrabel goes right to New England? I mean, I it know, seems dude. like a perfect fit. Well, I would think Robert Kraft would have but Vrabel also at the top about, of his list. Who's the guy they were talking about is the um, Mayo. Yeah, they've oh, been talking about him talk- for two, three years. Yeah, so maybe he's he was the guy. like a likely successor. I just think it's going to be fascinating to see where these guys end up. We all assume that Bill wants to keep coaching. Yeah, I don't know if that's true. I don't know if he's maybe. indicated that, but it, we all assume that. 
I think so, too. Um, Man. Iconic coaches, man, in the last two days, last all, 24 all hours. All in their early 70s. All basically the same age. The old guard. They're either moving on, moving on or retiring. Yeah. And it definitely is going to be held again. Even a guy mm. like Belichick, who you know hasn't had success in the last couple of years, but the biggest thing that's going to be held against him is his age. Definitely going to be held against well, him. Well, the age and the, the fact that he did a poor job with the personnel with the Patriots over the last, especially three or four years, mm-hmm. like that's going to be held against him too. Especially mm-hmm. if he walks into a building saying, I want complete and absolute power. I think a lot of these GMs are going to be, or owners <laughs> are going to be hesitant to just hand him that. I agree. Based on what's but happened. But is he going to really last... want that at this stage in his career? Maybe he will, but he that's might, a lot I mean, of work. It's a lot of work, but these guys get you, they get used to, being the bosses and yeah, but just have not kind of being a, told what to do. Right. But, yeah. But what if he hires the GM? I mean, if he wants like to take some of that off thing. his plate, maybe. Like, if he trusts the guy and says, yeah, a guy that he's worked wanna, with before. I just want to focus on the coaching side. But if he says, you know what, I'm going to bring out, dust off Scott Pioli. Right. But he's still going to want input. But I can understand him wanting to reduce what he's responsible for. Right. Especially with his... His coaching ledger being tarnished over the last few seasons. Right. It's always weird when these coaches, these legends, are having to like beg for their jobs in the days leading up to their firing yeah. in these meetings. Like Rappaport said, they had meetings for three days and couldn't come to an agreement on their on the future right. and what it looks like. Yeah. I mean, but you're right, man. You know three, what Bill Belichick's all about. What do you got to, you know? Three big names. Belichick, Carroll, Saban. We'll talk to Dorian here in eight minutes about the Saban deal. What's funny is we have an opening here, and we're currently like interviewing front office guys, and then the coaches are going to be in here in no time. I don't want any of these guys leading my organization as a fan. And they're all iconic coaches. Right. Saban failed at the NFL level. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I, don't, I doubt he's even interested. Yeah. Um, Carroll's interesting, but I would hold his age against them. And yep. I would probably and and Belichick's done nothing without Brady. I'm holding and that he's against also, him. He's also he's also seventy two years old. Yeah, weird. I don't think a forward facing owner like Josh Harris is going to turn to. I'm sorry, an old fossil head coach. No matter how many Super Bowls no, he's won, put him on the advisory board. Yeah, that's fine. If you if you want to bring in Nick Saban, loop him in on your advisory board too. That would be great. But I don't think he's going to be the guy that's going to be taking over the. The coaching gig. Do you think our, our Patriots fans, do they hold, like Joe Gibbs here literally is, like, I, I hate to use the term a god, yeah, but he he's like a sacred mm-hmm. guy around here. Sure. I'm All, sure in New England there's a lot of that same sentiment, but I bet you there's a bunch of guys uh, that are Patriots fans that are happy they're to move ready, on. Oh, I think ready they're ready go. for the next. Yeah. They're yeah. ready for the next thing. So would you say that Washington fans have a higher regard for Gibbs than Patriots fans have for Belichick? No. You don't no. think so? You're just caught up in the moment of it. I'm just telling you. The Patriots were atrocious before Bill Belichick. Correct. So were we. It's... And we've been atrocious since. I'm just telling you, Gibbs is universally loved, even with a dud return. He's yeah, universally loved that here. against him. Find someone to badmouth Gibbs in town that's a fan. You can't. Well, I don't think people were were that steamed up at the end of his second return. I don't think it was great, but people still don't badmouth him. Like he is, he's also had the benefit of being away from it for so long. Yeah. Whereas Belichick's, you know, yeah. the stain of his recent lack of success 
works against him. Gibbs' second run was mediocre. Yeah, but it was the best of the all, best of a best of all the runs that have sure. that have sure. taken place. But it was a losing record. It was, yeah, it wasn't great. You know, somehow he got to the playoffs two out of four years. I, you're shocking. Miracle with Todd Collins, right? But I, mean, I don't know any Pats fans, but they they probably love him up there. Oh, yeah. But I feel like they're ready to move on. Like I think whoever said that, I think they're ready. Maybe, to Maybe, but on. Commanders fans, well, Skins fans at the time, they were ready for Gibbs to move on too. No, I think when Gibbs left the second time, it was a shock. If you remember, yeah, but he wasn't doing anything. I mean, he had a couple winning seasons, but it's not like they were no, they weren't lighting the world on fire. But I remember being kind of <laughs> shocked and disappointed because I felt like he brought stability back to the organization. Yeah, no, but it's not like they were great when he was when Gibbs too was here. In fact, I remember Boswell wrote a whole column about how he was a Gibbsologist. If you mm. remember, go go back to the archives. And it was like the day before he announced he was retiring that Gibbs wasn't going anywhere and he was going to stay. Right. Do you remember that? Mm, vaguely. I remember it. All right, coming up at 8, we'll continue to talk about the breaking news. Bill Belichick is moving on from New England. You just heard that a couple of minutes ago here on The Fan. After 24 years in New England, Bill Belichick out as the head coach of the New England Patriots. We'll talk to Ross Tucker about that at 8 a.m. Coming up next, Chris Doring. Analysts for ESPN and the SEC Network. They'll join us next to talk college football. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Time to talk to our friend Chris Doring on the BetQL guest hotline. He's an analyst for ESPN and the SEC Network. Chris, good morning. How are you, man? Hey, good morning. Good to be back with you guys. Yeah, of course. So, so seismic news yesterday, uh, late afternoon, early evening, that Nick Saban was stepping down at Alabama. And you know, we were talking about it earlier in the show that a lot of people tend to think that Alabama's been nothing but 
Bear Bryant, Gene Stallings, Nick Saban. But they forget about there was like like a ten or eleven year wasteland there in Tuscaloosa between Stallings and Saban, where Tide fans had to endure Mike Dubose, Dennis Franchoni, Mike Shula, and then Saban arrived in two thousand seven and obviously rewrote the the history books there, won six national titles and reestablished Alabama as a force in college football. So a huge loss for the Tide going forward, and unexpected news, too. Did you see it coming, Chris? <laughs> Not at all. I mean, I, you know, I thought that he just uh, completed maybe his best coaching job of his career at Alabama with what he had to do with a team that had a lot of holes in it and, and question marks heading into the season, uh, having them lose against Texas and struggle at South Florida only to get them back on track and lead them to the college football playoff. You know, I, I, um, I think in your, in your right mind, your rational mind, you, you know that it's coming soon. At some point, I mean, he's 72 years old. He's won, what, seven national championships. So you're thinking, what else is there to do? But at the same time, you're also thinking, this guy loves the, the, the sport of football, loves coaching college kids, loves the development aspect, loves the challenge. And, and like, you know, even at 72, he's got a lot of energy. He's got a lot left to give. He still is able to, to connect with recruits. He's able to connect with those that are on his roster. And um, you, you think that maybe he's got – you know, five, ten more years maybe even. And then to hear the news kind of break yesterday, I was on the air with Jacob Hester on our Sirius XM show off campus yep. uh, about 5.10 when uh, you saw the first report from Chris Lowe and, uh, on Twitter. And it just felt you had to, like, double-check, one, to make sure it wasn't, like, a, a parody account, two, <laughs> to make sure he hadn't been hacked. And then as that news spread quickly, it was uh, uh, inevitable that it was true. And, and you almost felt like, as I was talking about it yesterday, I felt like I was talking about somebody that had passed away, as mm-hmm. if it was uh, a, a eulogy or something. Uh, but it, it's, I think, for all of us. And you know, I never played for Coach Saban. I, I'm not an Alabama guy, uh, but yet covering the SEC for as long as I have, you know, I feel a loss that feels a little similar to like somebody passing away. Hmm. So, yeah, I was listening to you guys yesterday, and it was obviously a great story for you guys. To hit, yeah. you didn't have to just recap, uh, you know, the national championship uh, for three hours. But, um, you know, he signed an extension in August of '22. He signed an eight-year extension for about ninety-four million. And you know, maybe that's just part of the plan, and that's just how business works in college football. But that's also surprising to me. Do you think that Greg Byrne, the AD at Bama, knew about this a few weeks ago, or was did he just spurn it on him overnight? Yeah, he, he was interviewing. Defensive coordinator prospect yesterday, hours before this happened. So, so he I mean, just woke up and just said, "I'm done." I don't. I don't know, honestly. I mean, you've, you've heard lots of different uh, r- reports on on motivation for this. Uh, you know, I, I I have to imagine that that Greg Bird, every athletic director, talks about having a, a a list of potential coaches that they would want to interview. You know, should the guy they have now decide to leave, or they have to make a change, and and so I have to imagine. That, that there is um, some sort of, of heads up. I mean, it, it doesn't, Nick Saban doesn't do a lot that's not very premeditated and thought over. So I, I have to imagine that Greg Byrne probably um, had some inclination. I've heard reports that we'll know the, the new head coach as early as today or even tomorrow at the latest. So that would lead me to believe they had some um, a conversation in advance. But I just I, – I, I, 
he's a business as usual guy. I mean, the guys I feel really the most sad for are the ones that are on the current roster and even the ones that just signed their letters of intent in December. Right. You know, no, no bigger honor than to go play at Alabama for Nick Saban and to, uh, to think about being there without Coach Saban has to be pretty hard for those young players. Chris, the most amazing Saban stat that I saw yesterday is that he's developed 49 first-round picks since he's been in Tuscaloosa. Yeah. Pair that against just 29 losses. So he's had yeah. 20 more first-round picks than he's had losses. No one's even close to coaching that. the Crimson Tide. I mean, that's just yeah. an absurd number. Yeah, you know what? One of the one of the, the 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 best stats that Alabama kicks out that certainly helps fuel their recruiting is the billions of dollars in signing bonus money that that, <laughs> that Coach Saban has uh, created for players coming out and being drafted in the first round. Uh, I, I think it's one of the things that that and he mentioned before uh, yesterday in his statement was like how much he loves uh, giving giving players an opportunity to to, to make themselves valuable. And um, Marcus Spears, former LSU player, NFL player, ESPN talent, now came on with us yesterday, and and he said when he was being recruited by Coach Saban, Coach Saban told him. Don't make a four-year decision. Make a 40-year decision. And uh, everybody that we talked to yesterday, everybody I've ever come in contact that has played for Coach Saban, says that they were a better player, a better man, a better husband, a better father because of the influence of, of Nick Saban. And, um, again, I, I haven't played for the, the man, but I, I, I have great deference for for what uh, he's been able to accomplish. I have a tremendous respect for the way that he goes about, you know, the, he, he was talking about the process long before the Philadelphia 76ers were talking about the process. And, and mm-hmm. uh, for those that haven't read the great article that, uh, that, that Andy Staples wrote back when he was at the at Sports Illustrated called the Sabinization of College Football, it's something that I use, that I pass out to my employees at, at my mortgage company that I've, I've given out to kids that I've coached. Uh, it, it really is um, the roadmap for how you're successful, not only in sports, but in life. So you and I were speaking yesterday about replacements, and I know you threw out um, Lane Kiffin's name. I'm just kind of looking at the odds uh, right now. Lanning's the current favorite. And it's just, you know, who knows where the bookies.com is getting this, but Lanning's the yeah. favorite. And I threw out Dabo. And uh, the reason I threw out Dabo is because, obviously, he played there. Um, he, he's obviously built a huge program. He's beaten Saban in a couple national championships. Um, and I, I just think... Clemson, especially if Florida State wins this lawsuit, the ACC is just in a yeah. state of flux, right? And they're clearly behind the Big Ten and the SEC, um, and probably the Big Twelve. So I, I just yeah. think I, I think it would be maybe you're right. Maybe he's like you said in your text to me that he's kind of lost his luster and he didn't handle the the portal well and and NILs. He's he's totally against that stuff. But maybe he changes his ways. I, I think it's a good fit. But you disagree. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I don't disagree at all. And and actually, since you and I communicated, you know, I've heard other Alabama people say that they feel like it, it very well could be Dabo. And let, let's think about it. I mean, one of the reasons why um, you know, I didn't think it would happen would be because you know he, he's built this dynasty there at, at Clemson that has fallen off a little bit in the last couple of years. You talked about the the, the state of flux in the ACC and. You mentioned if Florida State wins, I actually think it's worse 
for for Clemson if if they don't win. I mean, I think they, he has proof positive to say, look, I I can do everything I possibly can do to win every single game and still not get into the the, the 14 playoff. We don't get the respect. It obviously changes to a 12 team next year, but like there are some inherent challenges in that conference right now. Um, I think at at the same time, you know, does Alabama want to embrace a guy that clearly has, has not embraced the uh, the current way that college football is being played with NIL and transfer portal stuff. Um, you know, he's he missed recently on decisions at the quarterback position with DJ Uyengalale going on to have success at Oregon State and Cade Clubman kind of struggled in the last year or so. Um, but they, it does, I mean, there's, there's nobody that's going to check every single box for, right, right. you know, what, what Nick Saban is and has done, but that's a, that's a great one. They love him there. He was a, he was a, a walk on former walk on, uh, that, that, that earned playing time and a scholarship, I believe at, at Alabama, uh, has had, you know, there's not a whole lot of play, uh, coaches that are walking the earth with two national championships right now, which he has, uh, actually beating, you know, Alabama head to head and, and, so there's some reasons why that might happen. Uh, at the same time, like I say this for Dabo, but I also say it for Dan Lanning. I say it for Steve Sarkeesian. I say it for Lane Kiffin. Like, why would you want to go follow in the footsteps of the greatest to ever do it? Right, it it's right. almost a, an impossible task, and one that I think actually probably, you know, in a way contributed to Nick Saban leaving. The bar has been set so high. The college football world has changed so much. It's impossible to do what Nick Saban himself has done in, in the, the, the decade and a half that he's been there. So why, why would one of those guys want to come try to live up to that? It's always better to be the man after the man after the man than it is to be the man after the man. Yeah. So, Chris, uh, Alabama's lorded over the SEC West for so long at this point. Who's set to fill that void now with Saban gone? I would expect Alabama takes a step back, at least in the short term. Is it Ole Miss with Kiffin? Is it – LSU with Brian Kelly, who ascends to the top of the SEC West in your opinion? Yeah, a lot, I mean, obviously, you know, it depends on on Lane Kiffin, um, what happens with him if he stays there. You know, the guy actually, you, you talk about people that have embraced the current style of college football. It's the guy that really has embraced with open arms the transfer portal, killed it there last year, killed it this off season. Um, put out one of the great social media posts recently of the, the, the shark with the, 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 the tag catch and release when Quinshawn Judkins uh, decided he was going in the transfer portal, the old live by the sword, die by the sword kind of thing, but hasn't let it, uh, at least in, in, in social media settings, uh, bother him too much. So I, I think you know, they're, they're one that, that just came off their best season in history of the, the, the program, 11 wins, and, and uh, feel like you can be right back again in that situation. Um, you know, I'm interested to see what Texas A&M can do with Mike Elko. They have every possible thing you need to win there, and they just haven't been able to do it for whatever reason. But that's a kind of a sleeping giant to me. Obviously, Brian Kelly has a lot going on. Just uh, hired a new defensive coordinator with Blake Baker coming over from Missouri. Still have to hire an offensive coordinator, and you wonder, you know, what that that may look like now. Uh, but I, those are the, the usual suspects, I think, in the West. And, and I'm with you. I think Alabama, in a way, had, had kind of taken a little bit of a step back anyway. But uh, I, I think there's a lot of teams that have, have closed. And, and we're getting rid of divisions anyway. So next year we'll be a division, our first year divisionless in the SEC since uh, 1992. But uh, I do think in terms of those usual suspects on that side of the conference that those are some that could – uh, step up to fill the void. But like you said, th- this is a decision that probably has to be made pretty soon, right? Because of all of the the recruiting and yeah. keep, keeping kids committed 
Um, you know, I don't know where the transfer portal stands right now in terms of the deadline, but um, you got to name somebody just to keep the consistency so kids know who they're going to play for. I would think this got yeah. something's got to be made in the next couple of days. You had a massive decommitment yesterday already from one of the Alabama um, right. commit, commits right. when that, that news came out. So, yeah, I think you're, you're definitely needing to get something to keep the train on the tracks. It, it, it would be interesting, you know, if you had somebody that was on staff currently and you could elevate and, and kind of keep things moving right along, uh, there's not anybody that comes to mind that I think that's ready or has – you know, the, the resume to be able to, to take over that program right now. So I do think you have to go outside. And uh, I'm interested to see if they, they go with somebody that, that, that has a, a Saban coaching tree tie and, and, and try to go that way. I have to imagine that Coach Saban has had a lot of influence or at least, you know, some advice for Greg Byrne. Greg Byrne's one of the better um, administrators in college athletics. And, and so I'm, I'm sure you know, he's taking into consideration all – factors but um you know I, I wonder how much coach Saban himself has been able to to help Greg uh, kind of move on to the next uh, candidate all right real quick before I let you go uh just talking portal you're a Florida guy and uh Travis Etienne's brother Trevor was a really good running back for Florida he decides to bounce and go to Georgia um you know this is just part of the business why does he decide to go to Georgia is that just simply an NIL deal thing or does he just say I got a better chance of winning a national championship at Georgia. Well, you know, he had family members on social media during the season com- complaining about his playing time, that he should look elsewhere, um, and kind of split time with Montreal Johnson at the running back position, but was incredibly productive. I actually think, <laughs> I think that's actually a good thing when you're talking about the running back position because it's been degraded so much in the NFL in terms of its value, and, and everybody talks about the short shelf life, so I think it, it helps leave a little more tread on the tire, which I think would be a good thing for your marketability heading to the next level in a, a year or two. But um, you know, I, reports I heard were that he was offered thirty grand a month in NIL deal from from Georgia. Wow. Um, he said it was nothing more than wanting to, to win a championship, which for me is very hard. A couple of things that are very hard as an old school kind of guy. You know, I guess this is more the the uh, Kevin. Uh, oh, I won't play on his name. The, the uh, golden, former Golden State basketball player. Um, the, the the fact that those guys now just want to uh, go join teams that are already having success instead of helping to build. Oh yeah, Kevin Durant. To, Kevin Durant. Yeah. yeah, Kevin Durant. Yeah, yeah. You're able to to uh, to build, you know, and 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 so yeah, he, evidently he thought it was a, a better option for him there mm. to go win a championship than it was to try to you know take Florida to the next level, but. Um, the thing that I had maybe the biggest problem with was the, the social media posts about, you know, all the, 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 how much his brothers mean to him there on the field and what they've done together and, and the fact that he'll always be a Gator only to end up going to Florida's biggest rival. I think right. things don't really fit hand in yeah. hand in my, my book. 30 grand a month. Yeah, that don't lie. Bro. Hard to turn down. Well, Chris, right. thanks for the time as always. We'll talk to you again soon. It's Chris Doring from ESPN and the SEC Network. Thanks again, Thank bud. Thank you, bro. Yeah. Love you guys. See you next time. All right, buddy. Coming up at 8, we'll be joined by Ross Tucker. We'll go around the NFL with him. When we come back, we'll get into the breaking news. Bill Belichick is no longer with the New England Patriots after 24 years. All right, make no mistake, the cold Washington winter weather is here. Is your home's heating system ready to go the distance? Assure your family's comfort all season long. Call my guys, the five-star heating experts. 
at Crop Metcalf. Not only will your Crop Metcalf five-star heating technician properly fix and maintain your system, but has the knowledge and experience to catch potential problems before you're left out in the cold. Call 1-800-GO-CROP or visit CropMetcalf.com. Crop Metcalf, home of the five-star technician. Proud partner of the Washington Nationals. Ross Tucker will join us in just about 15 minutes. Odyssey NFL insider. Plenty of news to talk about with him. And in case you missed the breaking news from just about 7.10 a.m. this morning, Adam Pohl delivered it to you here on 106.7 The Fan. Bill Belichick parting ways with the New England Patriots after 24 seasons in New England. Here's an interesting tweet from Dan Graziano, who we just had on. Was it yesterday or the day before? I think it was yesterday. This week. Yeah. Uh, at Dan Graziano ESPN. This is 19 minutes ago. Expect to hear the Falcons and Commanders discussed hmm. as most likely Belichick landing spots in the coming days. Wow. Expect to hear Gerard Mayo, Mike Vrabel, and Brian Flores as most likely Belichick successors in New England. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, just as a side note to that, Rossini says the Falcons want Belichick. Right. Mm-hmm. She tweeted that they've been, uh, you know, thinking about him, and he's been high on their list for a long time. Um, so that makes sense to me. I'm going with Kime though, and Kime insists because Florio had been pushing Belichick to the Commanders mm-hmm. for a while now. He's been and, on that for a long Kime time now. And, and a lot of people that uh, cover this team say they don't think it's uh, there's a chance. Right. So I'm going to say no. It's mm-hmm. not a thing. It's just national perspective. I mean, but I don't think it's a, I don't think it's going to happen. I don't. I don't think so either. But man, would that be just a huge, huge story? Belichick <laughs> oh, came here. Massive. I, I don't think they would Couldn't do find that. A bigger name. Whoever they hire as this GM, if it's going to be Peters or any of these other guys, right? I think they go younger, and you know, one of the the hot coordinators. Now maybe maybe they go you know the Dan Quinn route too. But I think right. Dan Quinn to Seattle makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. But. Yeah, I mean, that would just be a massive, massive story. But I could see, well, look, I mean, if they did hire Belichick, Belichick, you know, would not have total control of p- or personnel because they're going to hire a GM. Right. That's that's the way it appears. And if he's just going to be the X and O's guy, you know, yeah, I, mean, I don't maybe, know if it's a horrible choice. But maybe, I know you don't want maybe they've got a back-channel but, coach. But I don't want him making decisions in personnel. I don't either. Yeah. And, but maybe they've already had, like, back-channel discussions where they've maybe they've approached Belichick and said, look, would you be willing to come here just as a coach? Seed mm-hmm. some of that power. You know, just put the coaching responsibilities on your plate. Still not Let interested. Let the GM do it. Still not interested. I'm not the most interested, but it, it it is intriguing. It's kind of intriguing to to get Bill Belichick as your head coach, even at his advanced age of 72. God, he's such a douche at the podium. <laughs> I please don't give me four years of that, please, God. <laughs> I don't need four years of Belichick at the podium. Right. I can't. I, I you don't can't think handle I do, it. I don't think I could do it. Yeah, but was Ron? Yeah. It, but I mean, at least you know. Especially you're, for Ron would at least put his foot in his mouth. Ron was just a buffoon. At the yeah, podium. but he would put his foot in his mouth, and it would be kind of fun. Belichick to, is just a like he's kind of playing a he's role. Like he's a grump, you know. Yeah. Like it's just his thing. Yeah, I don't want to deal with that. I'd rather have a a grump that kind, that kind of knows what he's doing instead of of a buffoon like Ron just spouting off the. I'm mouth. not convinced that Bill particularly knows what he's doing when he doesn't have Tom Brady. <laughs> okay. I'm, I mean, the record I'm just, speaks to that. I'm just going to die on that mountain. 
Well, I mean, turns out Tom he, Brady was the key ingredient. Of course, but he, yeah. but he, he and his staff developed Tom Brady. It's not like Tom Brady was a number one overall pick. Mm-hmm. I mean, right? I guess they, they developed, developed him. him. He came out and just played lights out when given I mean, you the gotta opportunity. Give credit to a coaching staff that develops a six round pick to winning. Right. I give him credit for drafting seven him. Super Bowls. I give him credit for drafting. Some might, some might argue they kind of lockboxed into Tom Brady. Like, there's no chance they knew when they were picking him, Nobody when they were knew. picking that scrawny goofball <gasps> with a bad haircut at the combine, right. that he would develop into what he did. Slow. Well, that's what I'm saying. I mean, they got lucky. Don't Let's you, be honest, they got lucky. Don't you have to give credit to a staff that de- helps develop? It's Absolutely. the word you just used. Absolutely. That player. But then let's let's I be guess. honest. They got kind of. He's lucky just super driven. Well, it never happens. Six round picks don't right. win. I mean, it's just a mir- all, it was a miracle. Tom Whatever Brady. Picking, they win seven or eight, seven. Picking seven. Tom Brady where they picked him <laughs> is a miracle. Yeah, it's right, a but, miracle pick. I, I disagree. I mean, Belichick is known as one of the greatest general managers in the history of the game. It's not just Tom Brady. I mean, he had undrafted. His record without Brady is uh, I know. atrocious. I'm, I'm, I'm not saying that you, can, you don't win a Super Bowl with one guy. Go look right. at the Super Bowl games. Brady was uh, average in a lot of them. They put together a great I defense. Agree, they had unbelievable the Brady defenses. Was, defense was great. Was guys the, like Wes Welker and Edelman, guys, uh, Vince Wolfork, and uh, part Richard of, Seymour. Like, I mean, Belichick's signature was, like, he wouldn't just give guys big, fat no, deals for what they had done them. in the past. He'd get rid of them. And he would get rid of them maybe a year early. Like to avoid them smashing into the wall under his watch. Yeah. So he was kind of like the the tip of the spear when it came to let's not give this guy a crazy deal because of what he did five years ago. Like he realized what is this asset giving us now? Like I he, don't want him. He was ahead of the curve. I know with you that. don't. I don't. I, want all him. I'm saying <laughs> is you've got to give him more credit from for just Tom Brady because the Hard team it was just the it wasn't just Brady the team was great for years and like. Drabby saying, and I said this a few few days ago or last week, he put together a great team. Now, the last three years have sucked. Right. They've been really so, bad. Been really bad. Does he get credit for Gronk? Yes. He, he wasn't a top five pick. Maybe second Scott round. What was he, what was he a third round or fourth round? Second or third rounder. I'm how, pretty sure how, one of the greatest How do I time. know that the guys that were behind him don't get the credit? The Piolis of the world. Well, it was a great company. He's the mastermind. Yeah, yeah. He's great, running it all. He, it was a great you call, company. You look, you're a Raiders guy. Have him have the Raiders. Guy. I <laughs> used to be a Raiders guy. I'm no you longer a Raiders Niners. guy. No, I look. I, I would agree with Kime too. I mean, Kime would know. I, I would think he's been told. I, I get the sense he's been told from people. Graziano's within, pulling it for somewhere. He's just not pulling it out of thin air. I know, but neither is Kime. Yeah, Kime I agree, doesn't. I agree. Let me, one thing I know about John, he doesn't. Go definitive with anything unless he's been told something. Right. You know what I mean? He does not – he's not interested in giving you his opinion. I agree. No, I think he's got credible sources, no doubt. Yeah. But may, maybe – and I, I said this is drab during the break. Maybe deep down, maybe Harris loves Belichick. He just isn't telling anybody. Just like he didn't tell anybody he was going to hire Bob Myers uh, 15 minutes after he whacked Ron Rivera. True. So, I mean, that could be in play. It's just – He's not leaking anything All about right, I'm his... I'm willing to wager. I mean, I'm not willing to wager on it. I'm just saying it's a, it's it's a, a possible. possibility. Certainly possible. That Belichick could be in All play. Right, 800 I'll, be, I'll cry. 800-636-106. I <laughs> promise hired, you won't please cry. Please cry. No, the Super Bowl. No, you have to cry. Six Super Bowls. If Belichick's hired, you, you need I don't to cry want on the air. I don't want him. I know you don't him. want him, but you won't cry. I don't want his cutoff sweatshirts. <laughs> I don't want his terrible press conferences. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't want it is terrible team. Well, Derek and Waldorf. Let's see if he wants Spellacheck. I'm not interested. Pass. Derek, do you want him? What's, what's going on, gentlemen? Um, 
No, I don't because we've been playing this defensive game for my entire life. I'm 30 years old. Right. I've only seen a good – Give me some I've points. Only seen, I've only – I'm giving you some points. I've only seen no, I a mean good offense. offense. He means the team. Speed. He wants the team to give you points. Not you. Right, go ahead. So look, so look, so look, gentlemen, so look. These are some good – offensive coordinators that's available, right? Mm-hmm. Clint Kubiak from the 49ers. Let's go for him. Let's go for Mike LaFour from the Rams. Let's go for Zach Robinson from the Rams. Frank Smith from the Dolphins. Maybe even Cliff, Cliff Kingsbury. Like, if we want to take Caleb, let's take the coach too. <laughs> Why the heck are we going to be stuck on Bill Belichick, Mike Brable? We're not. All these- it's fake news. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean, why not? No, he said they're they're not. He's I said not, they're not. He's not tracking with us. Thank you for the call. Yeah, thank we you, appreciate Derek. it. Thank yeah. you for listening. All right, Derek. Thanks. <laughs> just, We're not going to hire. Also, Bill Bill Lincoln Riley coached Caleb Williams. Yes, Cliff Kingsbury. It was Lincoln yeah. Rest. Correct. I don't. I don't want him. I believe Kime. They're not going to. They're not interested. Maybe they'll pick his brain. Maybe they'll bring him in for an informational interview. Pick his brain is, and then so, kick him to the curb. So, so you're under the impression that the only reason why Bill Belichick was successful is because of Tom Brady and oh, he's he too, had, and they the did game, some great things too. And the game has passed him by. No, it's, I don't think the game's passed him by, but uh, I just don't want him. <laughs> and Valdez, I, he was bringing up Kingsbury because Kingsbury's on the staff. He's like quarterback oh, coach. I thought he was. You don't want him, and you coaches. will cry on command no. if he's hired. I don't want the. Greatest coach in NFL history. <laughs> no, you don't. I don't want him. You want no part of him. <laughs> I don't want that grumpy old man. All right, we'll pick the brain of our next guest and ask him if he thinks Belichick is a good fit here in Washington. We'll be joined by Odyssey NFL insider Ross Tucker next on The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or... I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 